Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Morgan and Morgan. And now, now, it's the Mike Calter Show. It is 8.51 on the Mike Calter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. This weekend, get yourself to Shark Coast Tactical Bee Ridge Road in Sarasota for all of your gun needs. Ammunition, AK-47s, handguns, 9mm, 1911s, Glocks, they got them all. Accessories, they got a guy whose job when you walk in, right there in the front, he is making custom holsters for your gun. So you could say to him, I want, I have a Glock 9mm, I want a back, I want a holster that goes in the back of my pants on the inside with a 5 o'clock angle. I mean, like, down to the T. And boom, 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 they hammer them out, and they make them for you, and they do it right there on the spot, and they do a great job. Um, I know my dad got a few. Pete just got one last weekend. And, of course, uh, plenty of other things available for you there. Uh, instead of the guns, they've got knives. They've got uh, all sorts of accessories. But if you are looking for guns or ammunition, there's no better place to go. You can stop by and see them on B Ridge Road in Sarasota, or you can always go to sharkcoasttactical.com. And while you're there, join the Shark Club. I'll tell you why, because it's free. That's the best kind. And you get a free Shark Coast custom T-shirt, a free patch, free background checks, an automatic entry into their giveaways, and they do the giveaways once a month, and they are giving away good stuff. So if you want to go to the look at their website, it's sharkcoasttactical.com, and uh, join the club. Tell them you heard about it on the Mike Caldas Show, and if you get a chance to go by and see them, Bee Ridge Road in Sarasota. The Shark Coast Club, I mean the Shark Club, rather, is uh, because every time they try to do stuff on social media, they keep getting shut down. In fact, I saw Willie yesterday posted something that they took him off of Instagram. They, they blocked something on Instagram. I don't know what you can say and what you can't say anymore. Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same company, right? Yes. Instagram took down the picture. I mean, uh, uh, Facebook down the picture of uh, the alleged um, Ric Flair going down on the girl, um, but Instagram left it up. So I don't understand, really. I guess it's a matter of who complains and who doesn't. I but, think so. Um, it, it's up there if you want to see it. I'm not challenging it on Facebook. It'll just be there on Instagram. But, uh, you know, these guys just get so frustrated. and They're like, you know, we're just doing our own thing, and we make it free, and you can join, and there'll be a community there of like-minded people so you don't have to worry about any of the uh, the problems. I joined it, and I love it because just yesterday I got an uh, email where they let me know that they got a bunch of new deals on Glocks and ammo, and I was like, oh, see, this is where it's at. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, if you're the kind of person that's into that stuff, you'll be the yeah. first to know. You'll get great prices, you'll get great service, and there's good people over there. So go buy and... Uh, and check it out, sharkcoasttactical.com. Now, along the lines of uh, weapons and such, we are going to talk to uh, avid hunter and rock star Ted Nugent at the top of the hour about something that's a little bit more serious. I don't. I, this is what I got to ask him. He is putting up some of his own money, five thousand dollars, on top of what I think is already a twenty-five hundred dollar reward for the uh, information that will lead to 
the arrest of whoever is shooting arrows into the deer in Landsbrook. Now, Landsbrook is in Palm Harbor. I live in a place, I live on a golf course that has a ton of deer. Spanish was saying this morning he pulled up and there was like 30 deer on my lawn. What's yeah. happening, sadly, especially in the Palm Harbor area over the last 10 years, is that so much building is going on. The deer are running out of spaces to live. They can't live in the in the forest, in the woods anymore. So they're having to come out in public more and they're having to eat more and they're getting used to seeing people. And uh, when you see the deer out there, uh, you know, I, I got to imagine... I have to imagine that somebody putting arrows into these deer has got to be a kid. Yeah, or yeah, probably. teenager, yeah, or just a weird, or psycho, yeah. Yeah, 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 or a psychotic twenty-year-old. But probably yes, probably a teenager. <laughs> but here, here's the deal. So uh, they had one fawn that was shot in the belly, and that fawn died. And uh, they're not doing kill shots on the deer. I'm probably not going to be able to kill a deer with an arrow. The idea when you're hunting is you try to kill them, and if you don't, you shoot them, and then you track them, and they, wherever they fall, that's what you do. Nobody's tracking these deer. They're just shooting them to shoot them. And I, I got to think that that is probably a teenager or a kid doing it that's got a bow and arrow. And if I'm the parent of that kid, I have destroyed the bow and arrow, and you will never find a trace of it uh, ever again because I'm so embarrassed and angry with my child, but I also don't want them to get in trouble. So uh, Ted Nugent has stepped up and offered a $5,000 reward because you might be thinking, but Ted's a hunter. He kills a lot of these things. Ted respects the environment. He uh, hunts when you're supposed to hunt, he slows the population down. He eats what he hunts, or he donates the the, the food, uh, and that's the way the hunters usually uh, do things. They do it where they're right with the environment, so that everything goes in a in a in a circle. You know, uh, this person is clearly just doing it to hurt the animals. But if you're shooting a deer in the like, where would you shoot it if you're trying to kill it? Think in the chest, in right? The upper in the heart, head. leg. I mean, uh, uh, neck rather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Try to hit the heart, but you're probably not going to be able to do that if you're an, if you're a novice hunter. Yeah, you shoot it to where it's going to bleed out. Yeah, this if guy, you're a novice hunter, you shouldn't be shooting deer with right. arrows. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but, I mean, this deer, one deer's got an arrow. He's walking around with the arrow through his leg. Right. And, and that's not another one through its shoulder. Yeah. Right. A hunter's not putting it in its leg. It's it's you're hitting that deer there because you're not good at what you're doing. That's what leads me to believe it's probably a kid. I don't know what information they've found out so far, but they don't have uh, they don't have any uh, suspects. And the people in the neighborhood are are putting up money. The Fish and Wildlife Commission is on it. The Fish and Wildlife Commission have had to come out and put some of these animals down. Um, you know, and it's sad because they're being tortured. They're walking around, with, you know, with an arrow in their leg. It's got a the pain of that on top of the fact that it's slowly killing you uh, is, is terrible. I, I I've never been. As much as I always talk about the alligator in my backyard and how I'm going to shoot it and all that stuff, I would never do a thing. Unless I saw that thing walking towards my pool or one of my children, I would be too afraid to do anything. Certainly wouldn't shoot it. Uh, the other thing we have to talk to Ted about is his fact that he will not wait on hold for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I've already been working on what I'm going to say because I don't want to use the word hold. Yep, so say, I, uh, oh, uh, Mr. Nugent, uh, I'm going to put you right through to the show. You'll be live when they pick you up right now. Right I, now. I'm going to transfer you to the host. Yes, and you'll be tell them you'll be live when they pick you yes. up. Yeah. Well, no, we're going live. We're going to do I, it live. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm just, I've just been thinking. I was like, don't say hold. Don't say hold. Don't say hold. Carmen, <laughs> what would you do if you, you like give me the thumbs up and I just cross my arms? No. Yeah, stare at you. Huh? Oh, my God. Carmen, when he answers the phone, be like, Mr. Nugent, we're coming out of news. We're going to be about three minutes. No. Just, see what he, just see what he says. No, please don't. 
Don't, don't psych. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Don't you... psych yourself out, Carmen, because you're going to end up saying, hello, Ted Nugent. Nugent. Hold. Hello, hold. hold. Yeah. I have Ted Nugent for you. <laughs> hey, bro, can you hold? <laughs> it's probably not even going to be him. If he's not holding, he's not making his own calls. Right. Uh, it will be someone, and then they'll be like, can you put us through first? And, you know. Mm. Carmen, do you want us to give, want him to give a special shout out to your dad? <laughs> no. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that would be the best. Be, oh, please, yes, or no, I was gonna say please yes. don't. No, yeah, tell him, tell him. What's your dad's name? Javier. David. Ariel Castro. No, David. Oh, no. oh David. 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 No, yeah. just David. <laughs> just David. Uh, Ted, can you say Hola, David? <laughs> no. Um, poor Carmen's dad. Tell him. I, <laughs> I have. I'm gonna trauma. tell you to get on the other I side have, of the wall. I have yeah. childhood trauma because of Ted Nugent and One my minute. father. One minute. Phone ringing. Is phone ringing? Uh, One minute. Carmen, you know what's really weird is that I lived in an apartment building, and below me, I think there was a gym, like where the maintenance workers would go work out. Because uh-huh. all, because I know this is going to sound weird, but you would just hear the clanging of metal, and <laughs> and you'd hear guys working out. And then I know it's a gym and not a rape building because <laughs> I would see them coming out with towels around their neck to take like a break, and they'd stretch it out. They'd Plus, there was no big sign that said rape building. <laughs> yeah. No rhythmic slapping. <laughs> no one's going to join a yeah. rape building, oh, I can yeah. tell you that. Oh, yeah. Not going to be nearly as successful as a gym would be. Uh, yeah, oh, but boy, I mean, I, I can still... You, I think he's calling. Oh, really? Oh, I think. I'm not sure. Oh, Carmen, tell him it's going to be about 10 minutes. No. Oh, don't, do <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. I want to okay. hear it. As, soon as, as soon as she puts it down, I'm picking it up. Uh, he's going to be live, so... As soon as... <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. Hola, David. Uh, Yo estoy... Nine o'clock on the dot. Ted Nugent. Oh, she's talking and laughing and having a good time. Put it through, Carmen. Leave the guy alone. Leave your own show. Uh, Hold, please. I'm 100% on his side, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not holding. Go, go, go. All right, here's Ted. (laughs) Ted Nugent, how are you, sir? I'm doing so good. Stupid. How are you guys doing? Uh, pretty, pretty stupid as well. It's great to talk to you again, and uh, only this time under uh, not great circumstances. We were just discussing the situation we have here in Landsbrook and Palm Harbor, which Ted has uh, lent his celebrity to, which draws attention to things where these animals are being shot with bow, bow and arrows, and uh, not by hunters. I, now, Ted, would you not assume? I, I assume that this is just some stupid kid. Yeah, I'm pretty conclusive in that assumption. Yeah, it's got to be some dirtbag, probably stone, some uh, crazed, you know, drug-addled hippie that thinks he's playing Robin Hood. Yeah, that kind of I mean, I, I don't know if I thought. I was thinking maybe just a, a kid who bought a bow and arrow at Walmart and thinks he's going to try and be a novice hunter. I mean, it doesn't. Obviously, if it's a if it's an adult, it's somebody who's deranged and who's only interested in hurting animals. But I, I would I would think I was watching the news stories that it's just probably somebody who thinks that they can. I live in an area of of uh, Tampa that I have a, a ton of deer on my property every day. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hurt them. This is not a hunting environment. It's good for my kids to see them. But uh, if I were to try and shoot them as a non-hunter, I'd probably do the same thing, put one in the leg, put one in the neck, because I don't know how to do that stuff, and I'm just assuming it's some novice idiot. Well, and again, you got to be very careful. The, the term hunter should never even enter this conversation because there's this vandal has nothing to do with hunting. I mean, the hunters regulate ourselves based on sustained yield and the population dynamics of the animal, and we dedicate ourselves to a samurai excellence so that we kill cleanly and humanely. This is strictly a vandal act. This is this is like a, a drunk driver smashing into a tree in a rent car, comparing it to NASCAR. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with hunting. Yes. And 
not only that, but it is it is a crossbow, and the crossbow is a great weapon. It's legal in most states uh, because it's an effective killing tool. We harvest the surplus animals with you know rifles and shotguns and handguns and black powder and bows and arrows and old-fashioned bows and crossbows. So it's all legitimate because this surplus deer or elk or pronghorn antelope, whatever it is, it has to be harvested to make year, room for next year's production, except that the Florida uh, Game Commission, the Florida uh, DNR, whatever the designation is, they do a great job in managing the deer. They do a horrible job uh, mismanaging the black bear, but that's a different conversation. Mm. But this this is a vandal act. This guy is just a punk, and it is a crossbow because those aren't arrows. They're too short to be from a normal bow. They're they're from a crossbow. You can tell there's no hunting uh, consideration because they all have target points on them. This guy, whoever is doing this, is just a mean, rotten punk and he's got to be caught and held accountable yeah and uh so much that ted has offered a five thousand dollar reward of his own money i believe there's an additional twenty five hundred dollars on top of that uh i was saying i if i'm assuming i don't know but i'm assuming it's a teenager and if it is if i'm the parent of that teenager first of all i'm furious at the kid and also i'm going to probably destroy that crossbow so that nobody ever finds out about it i mean have they had any leads on anything because i read this story last week and then uh we were fortunate enough to have you on the show today have you heard any updates on anything I have not, but you know, I think the the fact that you and I are talking about it, and that you're reflecting the truth, logic, and common sense response to such a vandal crime, um, it's uh, ubiquitous. There's just concerned families and and citizens that are angered by such a mean spirited cruelty towards animals. I think everybody with a conscience and a heart and soul condemns this act, and we're looking into it. So I hope the uh, the residents down there, they push hard. We need to find who this is, because if this person is able to be that cruel to animals, um, sure. I think historically... Uh, we know the next step, and that's just a dangerous human being. we got to nip it in the bud. Yeah, we, we were saying that before the show. If this is not a kid and this is an adult or somebody who's uh, doing this, the, the next step is serial killer for them. This is usually somebody who has no feelings when they're hurting some uh, something that's alive like that. Especially, I mean, how could you put a uh, an arrow into the belly of a, of a baby deer? Well, let's talk about the the bigger picture. You know, I'm 73 years clean and sober, so I take my hunting seriously. I take my gift of life seriously. I take good over evil seriously. Let's talk about the other side of this coin, and that is in these certain jurisdictions where there is an irresponsible overpopulation of deer, they have got to open the season in those areas. It's nice to see a lot of deer, but when there's too many deer, you got the danger of tick infestation. They're being slaughtered on the roads every day. And for all of our anger and concern of this vandalism and, and, and harming animals with a crossbow out of season illegally, the same anger should be leveled at the fact there's no season to keep these animals in check so that they're not being slaughtered on the road. I think we should be just as angry when somebody smashes them. And I think it's almost a daily occurrence. They smash them with cars because they're overpopulated. These jurisdictions, whether they're urban or suburban, you need to open the deer season. It's been proven all across America that in areas where there's no hunting, the carnage on the road, the, the danger to humans, the, yeah. the insurance outrage. So we, we need to address both sides of this. Number one, if there's no hunting allowed in this area, they should open the season in a legitimate, regulated way so that these deer are in a balanced 
environment and they don't pose a threat to people or disease. But that has nothing to do with the fact that this punk is just being cruel and uh, committing a vandalism crime. So those are two points I'd like to make. I'd like to see the citizens of Florida demand a bear season. Bears are dangerously overpopulated in Florida. They're being slot- they're being hit by cars on a mockley in 41. That's yeah. not bear habitat. They're being <laughs> run into uh, non-habitat because they're overpopulated. And some animal rights goofball thinks that the bears are a cartoon and they they regulate Bambi and Boo Boo. So we've got a lot of uh, a lot of concerns down there. But number one, we need to find this criminal, this vandal, and hold him accountable. We also have to have the Florida Wildlife Commission uh, open the bear season statewide to get the bears under control, so they're an asset, not a liability. And same with these no hunting zones; those deer should be an asset, not a liability. And right now, if a, if a big game animal is not hunted responsibly, it's a liability. It should be an asset. My, my, I have a question as a as a complete novice to this. Uh, the area that the, the the vandalism is happening here with this deer is is called Landsbrook. It's in Palm Harbor, and over the past ten years or so, the the construction over there has gone up so greatly that their environment for the deer has completely shrunk to the point that, like, especially the area where I live in now, I see deer all the time uh, because they don't have much of a woods to live in in this, in this particular area. How do, you balance, how do you balance that? I mean, I, I think that they're seeing more deer on their property because they have no, you know, and this guy has access to the deer because they have nowhere to go. Bingo. Let me guess. You uh, studied science as a young man. <laughs> yeah, the science, the pure science on planet Earth is carrying capacity of the habitat. And as that carrying capacity, the, the ability of that habitat to support X number of animals as it's reduced. The animals have to be reduced. That's why you don't have any cougars in your backyard. Well, actually, that's not why, yeah. because they adapt. They can adapt to a they can adapt to a bush and a drainage, so there's going to be constant production of that wildlife. So it has to be utilized in a responsible manner. And it, and I got to tell you, there are more deer, more cougars, more bear, more turkey, more more geese than ever in recorded history right now in North America because hunters regulate it based on sound science, which you just articulated quite clearly. So that season, and, and if they can do it in Newark, New Jersey, and in Long Island, and open up a legitimate regulated archery season so these animals can be kept in check, once again, to minimize disease spread and to reduce the slaughter on the road, which once again isn't just inconvenient, but it hurts these animals and it jeopardizes human conditions as well. So I'd like to push for the uh, Florida conservation community, you know, sportsmen and, and, and the game department to begin to look at these shrinking habitats and open a legitimate urban season so these deer and the venison can be utilized with respect instead of just waiting for somebody to smash them with their Buick. Yeah, and it's not a, it's not a joke. I mean, uh, my wife, when she was a, a teenager, hit a deer with a car, destroyed her car. It poses a huge threat to humans because when you hit a deer with your car, it does... It, it does not only the damage, but it come through your windshield.
killed him. It's very dangerous. And and like you said, even if you don't care about the deer, you're looking at uh, insurance for your for your vehicles going up greatly because of the problem. So it's certainly something that needs to be addressed. Uh, I, I love I love uh, when people always write you off a lot of times. Oh, Ted, crazy Ted, the hunter. But the truth is, when you hear you talk about it, you understand that you have that great respect for the environment. And uh, and as you said, the, the killing with the precision of a samurai, I think, is beautiful. Uh, uh, but the, the, it's the education there that helps. I mean, I don't really know a lot about the situation. All I know is I want whoever's hurting the deer to be caught, or at least for it to stop at the end. So I appreciate you lending your celebrity and your knowledge to this to get attention to it. Well, thank you for that, because we care. I'm just a goofy guitar player, but I care. And uh, I've taught my children, my grandchildren, everybody in my life cares. You guys sound like you really care. So I use the term, the aboriginal Native American term, blood brothers. We revere the wildlife. The wildlife is the source of the great spirit in our lives. And that really is a battle cry in the conservation community, hunting, fishing, trapping. It's about connecting with God's miraculous, renewable creation and utilizing the productivity therein with respect and reverence. And that's really what the hunting lifestyle represents. And this vandal has nothing to do with that. Yeah, there's a big difference between somebody in their backyard trying to be a punk and somebody who's going out there and being a responsible hunter. Uh, I thought it was also very nice of you to uh, donate uh, some of your money. I mean, uh, the, the larger the reward goes, you'll see more people start talking to try and find out who's doing the crime. Yeah, you know, it's important. In this world here, it is 2021, and there's just treachery all around. That's that's another uh, pursuit of conversation because things are really ugly in this world. So uh, all politics are local, and I think that people are speaking out about this vandalism and this cruelty to animals is an indicator that people are involved and connected and engaged in this sacred experiment in self-government. So let's start by you know protecting the wildlife with some sense of uh, empathy and, 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 and sincerity, and then let's pursue some of the other engineered recidivism out there that is uh, plaguing our communities and our culture right now. So thank you for uh, voicing these concerns. And thank you for inviting me to chime in with you. All right, listen, it's always good to talk to you, the great uh, Ted Nugent. Are you are you going out on the road? Are you doing any more touring? Are you are you uh, COVID and fears? What's the deal with that? Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm cocked, locked, and ready to rock the Glock around the clock, Doc. I'm having so much fun with my music right now. I just recorded the most fun, outrageous, ferocious, intense rhythm and blues rock and roll album of my life. It's Ted Nugent, Detroit Muscle. I'm going to a local uh, uh, a hall, a Tucker Hall, and doing a Ted Nugent greasy speakeasy, old school VFW rock and roll get down here in Waco, Texas, where we live. And then I'm going up to Michigan and try to continue that. But our uh, tour last year and this year was shut down by the Chinese communists, uh, which are in the White House right now. And, uh, and uh, so, so I'm not going to force people to wear a mask because I actually adhere to the science that masks don't work. And if you don't get that, call 1-800-NUMNUT, and Michael Moore will explain personal hygiene is superfluous. Um, so, so there's a lot going on. So I'm getting ready for the best hunting season of my life. I'm doing some great work with some children's charities. I hope people go to uh, fullcircleprogram.com, fullcircleprogram.com, a wonderful youth-oriented charity that are saving lives with this this intentional importation of fentanyl and the open border that is bringing just 
death to America right now. Fullcircleprogram.com. And if people really want to make sure that wildlife is managed and regulated with some sense of decency, they should go to HunterNation.org. HunterNation.org. So I'm involved in a lot of stuff, but I'm a grandpa now. I'm teaching my kids, my grandkids, to aim small, miss small, and how to how venison is perfect. And uh, so life is good in my uh, once I get my gate closed behind me the world is perfect i'm keeping it that way well i i gotta tell you i'm glad you're still going out and making music because uh you clearly have a lot of energy left in you and to still do it carmen you should be your dad should be excited he's going to michigan <laughs> yeah, yeah. Car- Car- carmen is Hi. a young lady on our show who has been uh i'd say haunted by your music because her dad would crank it while he was working out in the basement he, so what's that carmen he would l- he would wake up at six in the morning on sunday and just blare cat scratch fever as loud as he could while he rode his stationary bike. Damn right. And that's how I woke up every Sunday. Which is why he should be father of the year every year. You know, everywhere I go, whether it's a restaurant or a gas station, everybody comes up and goes, my grandpa's a big fan of yours. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I appreciate you uh, getting up and being on the show today. And uh, let's ser- let's be- put a serious look out in Palm Harbor. Somebody knows something. Somebody knows who's doing this. And uh, there is a reward for it. Even if you're not a kind-hearted human being and you're just a greedy son of a bitch, at least take the uh, 70 Five hundred dollars or so of reward money, but let's stop these deer from being tortured in the area. Again, uh, Ted Nugent, thank you so much for joining us and uh, lending your celebrity to this. Let's draw attention and let's get it to stop. I appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, good stuff, guys. Thank you very much. God bless America. Thank you. Have a great day. Love there you. you go, Ted Nugent. I, I love Ted Nugent. I love anybody that's so opinionated. It doesn't have to agree with anything, everything you say, but just listen to somebody. He's so much fun to hear talk. He's uh, he's know, an he's, intelligent guy, whether you oh, yeah. like what he's saying yeah. or not. He's an intelligent guy. Yeah, yeah. but I, I admire people's dedication to their to their belief. Like, he, he is, this is what I think. I don't care. You're an idiot if you don't agree with me. Like, he's one of those people. It makes me, I find him to be amusing. Um, and, uh, and I learned a lot about hearing him. We've talked to him a lot on the show uh, over the years. But about hunting, I'm not a I'm not a hunter to the point where I've ne- I've only done it once. But I would like to do it again. I would like to learn from somebody, and he does it the right way. I mean, he follows all the rules, and he is doing it not only for to, so he can go out there and kill stuff. He's doing it for the environment, and he uh, he's right about the bears. He's right about the deer. And, um, you know, I don't even mind that he called me stupid in a roundabout way. <laughs> but, I mean, that's uh, yeah, that was a legitimate... He said you yeah. took science. Yeah. There's a legitimate question that I had is, uh, you know, as that as that environment shrinks, what do you do? I mean, I know you can... But that was my question is I know you could increase the hunting to, to lower the population, but are you doing it in Landsbrook? Are you doing it in Palm Harbor? And he said, look, if you could do it in Newark and you could do it in Long Island, you could do it anywhere. Yeah. I don't know that I necessarily... Uh, you know, I'm going to see people in Palm Harbor and tree stands, but you never, you never know <laughs> yeah. how it's going to work out. But uh, bottom line, though, is uh, the the truth is somebody is out there torturing those animals, and that needs to stop. I would think, I'm again, I'm guessing, but uh, with all the attention drawn to it, whoever was doing it is probably like, nope, not me, never right doing it yeah. again, which is enough.
if uh, if it at least stops, I think that's the that's the absolute goal to make sure that the animals are protected from now on. And if not, if it keeps happening again, then obviously this person needs to be found. They've probably got mental issues, and they need to be prosecuted. So, and if you know, if you if it's your neighbor and you're like, ah, it's my neighbor, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. You know, Ten grand makes a difference. Seventy five hundred or seventy eight hundred, whatever it is, that'll certainly make a difference. Five grand of Ted Nugent's uh, money. So, right. what, do you, what do you think he's worth over the year? Uh, I would I, say he's around ten. Thirty million. T- I would I, say ten, fifteen. Something I like looked that. it up. I know what is it. Ten grand. Ten million. Ten million. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's what it says. Well, but think about it. That's it. He's been famous for a long time. Yeah. So he's had that money for a long time. So it's not like it's only ten million. It's been that much at least for you know what forty fifty years now. And I bet he owns a ridiculous amount of land. Oh yeah. Sure. Can you look up Kenny Loggins net worth? Sure. Kenny Loggins. I always think of. That's gonna be yeah. a lot more. We talked to him on the show, and I said to him, I said, "You must be so rich." And he goes, "Why?" I go, "Oh, all those songs." Yeah. All those hits, all those movie things. And he's like, yeah, but what you don't know is I've been married and divorced three times. I'm lost uh, so say, I, I don't know. You want to guess? I, look, without the marriage, I would have said $50 million. Okay. I'll go but, 75. But then the marriages and all that stuff and the divorce, maybe $20 million? $20 million. Anybody else? Uh, I'll go lower. I'll go 15 12. Says here, oh, Carmen, 12? 12. 12. Says here, Kenny Loggins. Sixteen million. Yeah, yeah see, he got raped on the, on yeah. the divorce. Yeah, yeah. so it probably Loggins. was fifty at one point. Oh, yeah. I bet Mrs. Loggins is just loaded. Oh. Holy what about cow. Messina? How much is Messina worth? No, he's not. <laughs> seven. Yeah. That guy, that guy must be so mad. Right? Oh yeah, we got a good thing going, Kenny. <laughs> just, let's just never break up, okay? Who's matter, him or the rest of No Doubt? Oh, my God. Uh, or Andrew Ridgely. Or Maroon 4. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Super Heat and Air. If your house is not as cold as it should be, you need to call them today. Superheatandair.com, 813-940-5571. Your best bet to go to their website, superheatandair.com. You can request service right there online. And if you need a new unit, if you are like, ah, we need a new unit, but the money right now and the pandemic, no interest. No payments for 18 months with approved credit. All you need to do is call them and apply today. No interest and no payments for over a year, for 18 months. And you'll have Superheat and Air come out today and install a new unit for you, and you won't have to pay for it. 0% interest, complete AC installation for less than $49 a month with approved credit. And if you need a tune-up, let them do that for you as well. $39.99 tune-up. It's a 35-point AC maintenance special. They do it probably twice a year or so on your unit. Make sure you're running in tip-top shape. Because if you're not and your unit's working extra harder, it's only going to drive up your electric bill. So have them come on out and do the $40 tune-up for you and make sure your units are in shape for the summer, for the winter, and then right now, as hot as it is outside, to keep it as cold as you can inside your home. Superheatandair.com. Give them a call and tell them Mike Caldas sent you. We will take a quick break. It is 102.5 The Bone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.